Hey, and welcome to Vibing with Vi, with your host, Violet Mitzi. Now let's vibe. Hi guys, welcome back to Vibing with Vi. Today I have a special guest. He is handsome, charming, and the love of my life. Please welcome Stephen Leupold. What up? Today we're going to talk about our fun story about how we met. You don't have a whole lot of recollection about a lot of stuff in Banff, but our time was pretty short anyways. So I will start it off with saying that uh, one of my best friends went out and worked at the Banff Springs at the Fairmont and she met a bunch of people. She Lindsay. came. Yeah, shout out to Lindsay. Uh, she came back after her co-op term was done and was showing me a bunch of pictures of all the people that she met. She happened to show me yours and you take awful pictures. My mouth was probably open. No. I was probably doing a shaka. Like, what's shaka bra? No, I don't even think you had any cool pictures. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure the pictures that I remember looking at that you had were like, one is super blurry and you're playing the guitar with I'm, with Cameron, I think, right? No, that wasn't Cameron. That was Tyler. Yeah. So I couldn't see your face. Uh, and then another one, I think, is a side profile. And then another one, you were in snowboard gear. and like I couldn't see your face at all so I was just like oh yeah whatever like he's cute no big deal forgot about him entirely for like an entire year yeah Yeah, okay (laughs) I I thought about your voice but never thought about you again because I heard that your voice is super super deep hey guys yeah that's that's how you're gonna introduce me i know that's how you're gonna introduce me because that's how you introduce me to everyone yeah. my boyfriend's got a really deep really voice. deep voice like hey i guys. walk around going up to people being like hey my name's steven it's super deep <laughs> legit though that is exactly when i talk about you it's not even like oh yeah he's funny and and cool it's he's got a really deep voice oh, that's what i do i'm such a loser <laughs> Anyways, I ended up applying and going out to the Banff Springs the following summer. Again, I forgot about you. I don't remember that you even exist or that you would even still be working there. And I met somebody who lived across the hall from me in Staffacom. Shout out Nicole Gale. And she took Lindsay and I and showed us where all the hot guys worked, which was apparently in food stores on S level. Yeah, it was really it was really Sam and Nick bringing up the the average hotness i was i was really dragging us down but i appreciate the compliment no you're hot too still are (laughs) i said you were (laughs) oops uh anyways and i just remember going down there and she's like introducing us to the guys like one by one and then it came across to your office and she's like and this is steven and i just remember looking at you and being like fuck that guy's really hot and you were like hey Hey, I'm Steven. I told you your answer. <laughs> With your super, super deep voice. Now we can kind of segue into your perspective from what you can gather of our first interactions. I mean, it was, Banff was a great time. We all know Banff is a great time. People who are still in Banff know Banff is a great time. <laughs> so yeah, it was a little blurry, but it was blurry because yeah, we all had a good time, but as you know, I had a, a really toxic relationship that was just coming off the rails at that time. And uh, it, yeah, it took a lot of internal dialogue with myself to, to get over that hump of my life. 
but that's here nor there. It just gives gives your listeners kind of a background as to the blurriness is not always about the the fun partying life of Banff. As a as a mental health advocate, there are a lot of side effects that trauma can have and and things like that. So, I digress. I digress. <clears throat> the things I do remember are probably the most important things for my memory of of our relationship. I remember the first time I ever saw you, and I'm so happy I still have that memory. And you were in your chef whites on the, I, I swear you were on the garde manger side of the M, M2 kitchen. I was on M, I was on M2, but I was in pastry. I know you were in pastry, yeah. but I swear garde you were manger. working behind the garde manger, that little side, that little side corner where they had like the salad prep. No, I never worked in Garmanche. I might have been in Garmanche that day, just like going and talking. To yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You were just like yeah. leaning on the. You yeah, were just yeah. like leaning on the table I there. I don't even remember. And this. I bumped into you, and I was like, "Hey!" And then you know, being a, being in the stewarding dish pit there, we called it King of the Dish Pit when yeah, you're stewarding. Yeah, this is when us. you got you when you got promoted though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, so first I would always try and see you when you were an S level and like, we didn't have too much conversation. It was just like, Hey Steven. Uh, and I, I was like, Hey Violet. Here's this order. Can I, can I get some strawberries? I've got your order ready. Would you like me to park it in your kitchen? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it started like that, but then eventually you got promoted and then you were working on the same level as me at that point. So when you were in stewarding. Yeah. yeah. And then I was always back and forth and you know i was uh hopefully the fairmont doesn't hear this but i was helping myself to all those creme brulees that you spent hours making by hand and i didn't know until years later when i told you i was the secret guy eating some of those creme brulees i always knew that like after tea service there was no way that all we- of those creme brulees <laughs> were getting eaten but somehow i'm a creme brulee fiend yeah somehow you just happened to always take them and nobody saw you which is a miracle or because i'm so awesome at my job that no one cared because i was bringing so much value to the team probably not though they probably just didn't notice it was probably it was probably a mix of both but then i remember once you got promoted and you were on the same level then again i was using every excuse that i possibly could to come and bug the managers at stewarding. I was hoping that it was always you, but I really pissed off your boss. And then I would always look for reasons to go make sure that all the pastry banquet, like banquet prep for pastry orders was ready. You had your, uh, what are those things called? The uh, the ramekins. Not the ramekins. The ramekins, yeah, I always had to make sure, but the, they were like the- The flower ones. No, can I finish? Do I get to finish? (laughs) This is life. Just so everyone knows, this is no longer like a podcast. This is now just a relationship discussion because this is how it always goes. But (laughs) we have those like standing racks with little no one can see me but i'm i'm miming the little forks that pop out and we put the plates on them oh i forgot what those what the heck were those anyways i would yeah, go yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. i would find an excuse so i could go see you and you didn't know this apparently because you you hated yourself in whites and i i thought you were adorable in your little chef whites and so i remember finally bumping in you one day and just being like so like now the deep voice comes on yeah. so like <laughs> you think i could have your number maybe we go out sometime yeah and i just remember thinking did he just fucking ask me for my number? Like, this guy actually wants to hang out with me. And I remember running back to the kitchen that day and just being, like, so happy and so giddy. And I'm pretty sure Lindsay might not have been working. And I, like, ran home and I was like, Lindsay, guess you asked me to hang out? And she's like, oh, that's awesome. And then we started hanging out and, oddly enough, learned more about each other and found out that we actually both grew up 
the same area. Yeah, that was such a small world meeting. I, I tell people that all the time, and they're just so shocked that like, yeah, like we we both grew up like like you went to the high school across the highway from me. We grew yeah. up maybe a fifteen minute drive from each other. We've seen pictures of people we have been friends in common on Facebook. Yeah, and, and we're like, two, year, two years apart. And we're two years apart, and we never met each other. But we, I mean, we we talked later on that we think we must have been at the same parties because, like, I was at parties where you're like, "Oh, I know that guy." Yeah. So we were at least at one at one party. You definitely were cooler than me. We know that. Yeah, I we was know a that. I was a little sheltered boy, and you I was were a like good a boy. I got up to no good. Let's not let's not say I didn't get up to no good. My parents probably listen to this and be like, "Yo, that little shit disturber definitely got up to no good." But you were you were the cute science nerd that would go I was on the, and get I was on so the... drunk that you'd get your stomach pumped all the time. Yeah, I was, I was the I was a, a cute preppy girl that was probably pointing and making fun of you. <laughs> listen, the one thing I learned from that is uh and i'd probably teach my kids is no matter how drunk i got or how stupid my decisions were i always called my parents and they would come they would come pick me up and i am not ashamed of that call your parents instead of doing dark shit that's true but anyway so we ended up like learning that we had a lot more in common than i would have expected i just thought you were really cool and wanted to hang out with you and thought you were yeah that's because i went through a series of toxic relationships that elevated my coolness level yeah because you're very mysterious mysterious and then we hung out a bunch which was awesome but i think that i'll let you talk about the movie theater story and then I'll oh, my perspective versus your perspective on that the infamous movie theater debate of 2008 like, no I, yo. no 2005 13 because i was in banff in 2013 oh yeah sorry i forgot we're in 2022 now it's yeah the my wow, brain is you just, just gone. Made, you just aged us like hardcore there whatever 2008 we would have still been in high school <laughs> y'all shakabra you would have been in high school i would have been in first year but the movie theater the movie theater see i can't even gather my thoughts when i'm not back in banff but so we're at we we you asked me i decided that i was gonna ask you on a date no. And no, I, no, sorry, no. Roll it back. Yeah, we got to roll it back because that's the whole debate. So I said, I think we should hang out more, you know? I really liked you and I just wasn't in the place for a relationship at that time. Definitely was not in the mental space, but I didn't know it yet. And we'll get to that later. You definitely know we'll get to that later. Yeah. And so I was like, I just want to hang out with this girl more. And so I was like, let's go to the movies. We both love movies, we both would stay up just watching movies together. And I was like, let's go to the theater in Banff and, and watch a movie. So, so wait, <laughs> before you go any further. So I had a conversation with my girlfriends and said, Stephen asked me to go to the movies. I don't know. I don't know if this is a, a date or not. And the way that I'm going to determine if it's date or not is if he pays. If he pays for my ticket, forget the food. But if he pays for my ticket, I think it's a date. And what did you do? Okay, so I'm super old school. There's going to be a bunch of fucking people out there that are like, Oh, no, you guys should split it and go fuck that. I'm old school. I don't judge you if you're not. But I was like, I'm going to be chivalrous. I just think it's right when, when, we, when you go to a movie with someone, if you're the one to ask. And we can even take the guys and girls out of it. If you, if you go to the movies with someone and you ask them and it... All right, now I'm going to back myself into a corner because I'm about to say if it's more than a friend, you should pay for them. But I guess that insinuates it's a fucking date. 
So anyways, before we get to that, I'm old school. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be chivalrous. I'm going to pay for the for the movie. I'm going to buy the popcorn. And yeah, you bought the snacks too. And the snacks. Like, I was like, wow, this is totally a date. And I was, I was sitting there like, like, I was just sitting there like, man, I'm so happy we're going to the movies. I'm so stoked to see. What did we go see? Avengers? Is that what you fell asleep in? No, that was one. one that was back, back in here. Yeah. Yeah, my time clock's all I don't messed remember, up. Honestly, I don't remember. I couldn't we even tell you what we watched. So, anyways, we go. We go to the we go to the movies, and then we come back from the movies. And Violet has this idea in her head that, and this is where we we segue all the way back to communication is key in a relationship, not a relationship, in a friendship. Communication is just fucking key. So we would have avoided a whole bunch of stress. And she's going back. Oh my god, that was a date. That was a date. And I'm going back like, man, this is a cool chick. Maybe you know, maybe I could date her, not knowing that in her mind. I had already solidified the date theory in yours. Yeah, I thought you were interested in me. I'm like, well, he asked me out on a date. He paid. So, like, maybe he's interested in me. Like, I like him. He's cute. So, you so you definitely... You, I remember... I, I'll never forget. I knew I was in that space. And I could feel it after that, that we were, you know, getting more and more serious. And I guess maybe looking back now... It's it, pro- it probably scared me or was uncomfortable for me because of what had previously happened. Yeah. And so then I remember you were, and I got to give you fucking credit, man, for, for a girl to come forward and, and the guy, you know, come forward to the guy as you did. It was quite forward, but it was bang on and more girls need to do that. You came forward to me and you were like, listen, I'm looking for something more. If you're not, that's okay. We'll go our separate ways. But I'm looking for something more. And I mean, we, we know the funny stuff about that talk, but we don't have to go there. And I just said, you know what? I'm not looking for something. And that was that. I think from that point on, we kind of stopped, kind of stopped talking. I think there was, you know, it, it did cut through the friendship portion. We had started growing and it usually happens like that. So anyways, we went our separate ways. You ended up not renewing your contract or, or or moving further with the what the heck is it called apprenticeship apprenticeship and it had nothing to do with that we all know but it just it was the timing of that you ended up going home and i stayed in banff i probably should have gone home but i stayed in banff and you know we both went our separate ways time had passed it had been like a year yeah yeah it had been like a year and then i ended up coming home and i came home for my own uh, you know my own values and things i wanted and it'd been so long, we, you know, we probably weren't even a thought on each other's mind. No, I honestly forgot that you even existed. And not, and I don't even... Okay. Okay. No, okay. In an offensive way, like, I still had you on Facebook. Actually, the one thing that, that I didn't get a chance to say is that even though we did kind of leave it the way that we did in Banff... There was no um, animosity. There was no animosity. I it was remember, just like, this isn't working. Yeah, I remember even saying to you uh, just before I left to come back home because we knew that we grew up from the same area. I remember just being like, hey, you know, if you ever happen to come back in the Barry area and you want to grab some drinks, just like shoot me a message. And we kept each other on Facebook. We just didn't talk. So that was... Because Instagram wasn't a thing. Instagram was yeah. not a thing. I think my first pictures... Oh, no, on, no, it was, but it... It was, but it wasn't because my first pictures on Instagram were from Banff. My very first pictures. So I know that's my my timeline. My first pictures on Instagram were France. And I went to France and then I went to Banff. Yeah. I started using it a little bit more after. But anyways, I kind of left that open to you and the fact that if you ever wanted to like just grab some drinks that you could, which 
then you'd reached out to me. You can tell your your side of that. Yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, we were we we reconnected, and this is where my this is where my mind gets foggy. Did we go to dinner first, or did you invite me to your birthday no, first? No, dinner first. That's what I thought. Yeah, dinner dinner first because you. Must oh be yes, 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 yes. So we went. And I was salty went. as fuck about men, and I had I almost didn't go. Because oh yeah, because you had a you I had a douchey ended. you had a douchey rebound coming in back from Banff to Ontario. Yeah, and and that didn't go very well, and that had just ended at Christmas time. So I was on the man hating. Yeah, I hate men train. And then you reached out to me and I was like, who is this? And you didn't say, hey, you're probably drunk. You probably had a party with some girls like who is this dirtball trash man? (laughs) No, no, no. You you said to me, hey, do you want to go for dinner and drinks? And I remember reading that and being like this motherfucker. I said that I would go out for drinks with you. I never said dinner. So I was super salty about it. And I almost didn't go. But then I was just like, whatever. Technically, we didn't really go for dinner because we didn't eat the dinner. No, that's actually the funniest part is I was so nervous to meet with you that my parents were like, oh, are you having dinner with us? I ate dinner with my parents before I met up with you because I didn't want to look like I was like stuffing my face. And I remember I bought like a salad. And that's actually a thing I learned. That's actually a thing girls do. So like when guys, when you have the opportunity to just take a girl to dinner and pay for it, you should just take it. Cause she probably already ate a dinner before you even went on that date. So I mean, what's the bill going to be a glass of water and a cheese tart? Like, you know, just, 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 do the chivalrous thing and take her to dinner, all right? Yeah, I got like a salad. But what was your favorite part about that? I think too, we have to we have to preface when we say we didn't eat dinner, so people aren't like, God, we don't need to know about your sexual exploitations. Oh, no, no, we we literally didn't eat dinner because we were talking for three hours. Yeah. That's my favorite part. We both got dinner, and I tell everyone about that because I think that that is one of those things where you're watching movies and because just because we're both movie buffs and I love, you know, theater and film. When you see that, you know, that movie magic and they're like, oh, they, they, they're able to pinpoint that time when they knew there was something special. Yeah. You know, at that time, I don't think, I think it's safe to say we both didn't know whether it was the one yeah. or whether it was that serious, but you knew there was something special. And for me, it was such an age of technology, yeah. such an age of Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. But we went there and we are very phone people. We are always on our phones, whether for work, you know, social media, whatever. We are always on our phones. And I think when we went to dinner and time just passed and we looked down, our food was cold and we had just been talking with no cell phone interruption for three hours straight. I was like... There's something special about this one. And and I felt the same way. And I'm pretty sure that... Or you just fucking talk a lot. Shut up. <laughs> I do talk a lot. Um, no, I, I remember it was a pretty pivotal moment for me as well because I was always glued to my phone and I put my phone down. I didn't look at my phone and three hours had passed. And the only reason why we didn't talk for longer is because we stayed until they Oh, closed. yeah, they kicked us out. I totally like, forgot about yeah, that. they were like, okay, are you guys, like, leaving? We paid for our, like, $10 salads, and we're like, okay, I guess I guess we should go. And then we sat in your car, and then we talked longer in your car before, yep. like, before we, I dropped you off. Yeah, before we split ways. And then, and then, I mean, we were hanging out still after that. 
And I invited you to my birthday. You, you invited me to your birthday. Yeah, and, and then we went out for my birthday and drank all of the booze and had a wonderful time. And then I was planning on crashing at my friend's place and asked if you wanted to crash there too and gave you the impression that there was, was the impression there was the impression that you let's just put it this way there was the impression from a naive that. sheltered child who didn't understand innuendos and and uh, reading between the lines that i just i just blankly took your hmm what's the word i want to look for here i took your uh, uh gestures and and words to mean you weren't interested in me. Yeah, which was And so nice. we ended up just we ended up just cuddling and crashing on the couch for the evening. And I was like, I really was like, man, like this girl's just really not into me. I don't wanna I hope I, I hope I didn't like make a bad impression or something, but yeah. I was like, I just don't think she's into me. So I was doing that funny thing of I'm not gonna reach out until she reached out because I don't wanna seem like that guy who is, you know, not taking the hint. And then you were sitting there and thinking I was ghosting you because I was like, I don't know what you thought because it was in your head. But before like before the term ghosting even was like a term, you thought I was ignoring. I just, you. I just thought like this guy is absolutely not interested in me. He hangs out. He hangs out with me. Has a nice three-hour-long conversation and comes to my birthday like literally a week later and then doesn't fucking talk to me after and i just felt like super rejected like i was like wow like he's just totally not into me like i guess i thought something was there and maybe he did it it was just like wires crossed yeah, and and bad both, communication both bad parts. we're back to communication just not talking about it yeah and, and then, then you I got, got wasted you got, then you got drunk and <laughs> one day messaged me out of the blue yeah i got wasted i was pre-drinking with with my girlfriend alex and going up to the bar and i just remember talking to her about it and being like I don't know what this guy's problem is like I don't know why he stopped messaging me like he's so hot like I just want to hang out with him and then I just got liquid courage and literally sent you a message that I all I said was you're so fucking hot and I'm sure that you were probably taken back because we hadn't talked in a month and then all of a sudden I'm just sending you a message like that and then it kind of sparked our conversation again yeah we just got we and got I'm pretty talking. sure we hung out the next day probably Probably. I don't remember again. Like, it's just, I remember the important things. Oh, what, I remember this. You got to give me that. As much as my memory oh, is terrible, that. like, I remember exactly what you look like the day I met you. I remember the first great conversation we ever had, which was at Baton Rouge. Yeah. Man, we should really get some, like, sponsorship for all the name drop and the Instagram, I Facebook. Know. Like, we should be reaching out to these people ASAP. I know. But, yeah, no, I, uh. I don't, I don't try to give you a hard time but no no, no no because so, like we just remember things differently like you remember different stuff that i don't even remember like i didn't even know that i was in garmage when you remember seeing me mm -hmm. like one of the first times but anyways we ended up it wasn't garmage i was using the wrong term it was the the m2 main kitchen rundle it was the garmage side of rundle kitchen across from your frozen Where logan used to work no, like no, 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 on the, on like directly across oh, from fucking, the, I don't fucking remember. We're the sliding, see, again, it's weird things <laughs> I remember, I eh? I anyways, remember anyways, what are we talking about? Uh, so we ended up hanging out and I, I'm going to tell this part because I remember, I don't know what you remember. We ended up hanging out and maybe it was like the time right after or it must have been 
what I remember is I remember sitting in the van. <laughs> Shout out to the to the old silver chariot. The silver chariot. It's not dead. It's been repurposed by another loving family. Yeah, I remember sitting in the parking lot at Park Place, and we were just sitting in the van, just talking. And I remember calling you out and being like, "Why did you stop talking to me?" And we kind of like, yeah, you're feisty. You just I you know. just come in with fucking. Gloves on, ready to go. Guns a blazing. Yeah. So I just remember talking to you about that. And then I remember you making a comment that made me think, oh, he must be into me. Because you made this comment being like, oh, yeah, we should go to Banff and be like a hot couple. And I remember questioning you and being like, hot couple? Do you fucking tell people that? That's not for people. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> fucking sound like such a loser. But that's here nor there. So anyways, but me having my deja vu fantasies about being the hot Banff couple. But yeah, so you said that and like I remember being like couple and you looked at me and you were like... Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like tried to brush it off. And I remember sitting there being like, yo, like he must like me because why would he just say couple? But I just like, I questioned you at first, but I just went with it and I didn't say shit and we just continued to hang yo, out. Yo, it sounds funny hearing it back because I know where my head was at in that point and I was just like, yo, I just wanted to go have a revenge relationship right in her <laughs> fucking face. Wow! <laughs> it was just a pawn in your, your plan, apparently. But yeah, we just started hanging out more and more. I don't really remember the first time that you said, like, I like you. But <laughs> I remember when you asked me out, when we went to Collingwood for a weekend away, we rented a hotel, we went to the Scandinavian spa. Damn, I used to be yeah. all, like, cute, cuddly, and romantic, eh? Were, now I'm just you, a fucking dumpster no, fire. You're, you're still romantic. You're just romantic in different ways. You don't feel like you need to buy me all this flashy stuff I'm sorry sorry so you're telling everyone i am the cheap romantic now is what you're saying you buy you buy my love with quality time that's what it is man that was good you should be a spin doctor that I was know. real good i know but we went out for dinner we were there and uh, are you gonna cry now no i'm not you're gonna, cry. Cry. You're gonna cry think about shut it shut up no. And we were sitting there talking at dinner and I just remember we were just shooting the shit. Just, I don't even really remember what we were talking about, but you said something and you're like, well, like I want to date you or you said something like that. And I was like, what? And, and I was like, you want to date me? And you're like, yeah, like I want you to be my girlfriend. And I, is that not how it That's went? That's not how it okay, went. How we got food. I looked deep into your eyes and I said, <laughs> Violet, would you be my girlfriend? Yeah, and I looked at you in shock because I didn't understand. And started just crying. crying. Like bawling, like sobbing. Like it was like, what is what is that? Is it, uh, oh, Legally Blonde. Like in the beginning when... When she thinks that he's about to, to propose. And she's propose. like... Nip. Yeah. Nip. That was literally what I was experiencing was you just hysterically crying. And I was like, people are going to think that, that either I broke your heart or somebody died. That was the. That was how extreme it was, so that the audience understands. Yeah, and then like it was so bad that we finished our food, and I kept crying, and then we left, and I continued to cry. And then we just sat in the parking lot because I was like, no. yeah, we sat in the parking lot for a good five minutes while I was like, are you okay? Are you gonna be okay? No, we went to the convenience store, and then we went back to the hotel. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. back to the hotel and then I remember laying there and crying some more and being like I just never thought that someone would want to be with me obviously I had a lot of past trauma um and hadn't debunked that but that was the beginning of our wonderful love story and I think we'll save the I love you for another, another day another day but I mean just to end out this episode we're officially going to be celebrating our seven years next month i'm pretty sure it's eight no it's seven years i don't know i just i just just, just buy the no gifts and quality time when you tell me to (laughs) no we just looked this up i looked through my facebook and i told you that you first thought that it wasn't in april you thought it was in june (laughs) i still wholeheartedly believe that no. I love you. I love you very much. I but I wholeheartedly you. believe no. that you heard that come through. Whatever that what was. It was it Miss Congeniality. It was Miss Congeniality <laughs> because... April 25th. April 25th. So I forget what the actress's name is. Uh, but they ask her what her perfect idea date is. of a perfect date is. And she's like, April 25th. Because it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's just perfect for a light jacket. And that's how I've only ever remembered our anniversary. Because I'm terrible with dates too. But that is when our date was because I looked on Facebook. It is true because that's when we, that's when we, yeah. And also that's when we rented the room at the Westin. Exactly. Exactly. So, but officially. Where we went back for our one year too. That was nice. Yeah. And they had the exact same room. You rented the exact same room, which Mm -hmm. was like super romantic. It's super cute. What a loser I was. What do the kids say? Simp. What a simp. What a simp. Yo guys, simp it up. Simp. Simps are cool. Don't listen to anyone. Simps are cool. You get seven-year relationship out of it. It's been seven years. It's crazy to think about that. I know. We've spent a lot of time together. Many a lot of Christmases. Many a lot of vacations, Christmases. Vacations. A lot of ups. A lot of downs. downs. And uh, thick and thin, baby. Yeah, man. Communication is definitely. Yeah, I call you dude all the time. God, dude. My favorite thing is when you wake up and you're like, "Yo, dude." And I'm like, what? I know. It's, I don't know what it is. You're hilarious. But I love you. And I love you too. we will talk more about that next time. Yeah, we'll see. I appreciate her. you having me on. I hope that I wasn't too boring and droll for your audience because I know how badass you are at I'll podcast. Stop, and- stop it. So thank you so much for coming on with us today, Steven. And I hope that everybody enjoys this episode. Bye, guys. Peace. Well, that concludes today's episode. Bye, Vibers.